0: what is wait a minute what is up everyone welcome to radio melee with your hosts tof and ppmd that oh. how'd that sound
1: it was good it didn't have the voice changer but it was still good did it not i thought i hang no. on how about now
0: nope really no, how about no. now Nope. oh this is me hearing you <laughs> okay <laughs> I'll, I'll mess with it later okay, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. this whole looking thing if you saw it you know you appreciate that tyler what's up dude by the way pleasure to have you on (laughs) thanks
2: pleasure to be on how you doing doing great how you guys doing
0: Doing good man and
2: um
1: if you guys don't know uh the reason the guy uh, we have on here today if you don't know him somehow you're gonna know him soon i mean this is tyler swift um rising pikachu player had a lot of uh big wins lately um, Kador and Hungrybox to name just a couple of players he's beaten, but I'm sure he can give us the full resume should he so choose. And um, I mean, he's someone that stars frequently on Zane Street, giving him a lot of really good Pikachu practice. Um, so if you guys want to ask him about Pikachu matchups, maybe particularly Pikachu Marth, I know that's something that we talk about a lot here oh, on the show um, or Pikachu's potential or um, you know, what does he think of all the Pikachu players? What does he think of Ax? right there? are All kinds of questions you can bring in here. But um, you can all do that with exclamation radio melee in my chat or Tove's chat. Join the Discord. Come into the uh, submit topics here channel and go from there. But yeah, um, thank you again for uh, for joining us today, Tyler. And uh, yeah, I mean, if I had anything I wanted to ask you, first off, I'd be what's what's the deal with the tag? It sounds awfully close to Taylor Swift. I hope you're not looking for the who's that the lawsuit? Who's that? Um,
0: <laughs> who's that?
2: I mean the the, my, my deepest, darkest secret is my name's not actually Tyler. Oh. So that's... Uh, oh, you're one of those? Yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: uh, dude, bro, oh, there, no. have you ever heard of Chip? There's a, there's a Marth player in Washington and his tag's oh. Chip for the longest time. We just assumed his name must be Chip. That's a good name. And we mm. found out his name was like, I don't know, I don't remember <laughs> what it is. It's like John or some shit. We're like, what? <laughs> no, nah, my name your is
2: name Dan. <laughs> your name's Dick- Yeah. Oh, oh snap so uh, yeah you go to like call you What does like zane call you zane calls me dan most people just say dan but i just think it's funny how you look at like so many like xanadu grand finals it's like bobby big balls versus tyler swift and it's yeah. like daniel versus isaac those <laughs> <Sorry laughs> are real names bobby big balls his name isn't bobby you didn't know that well,
1: I've, yeah no, I've, I've heard that a few times but that always that always it's, it's
2: isaac it's so formal for him <laughs>
1: it's hope you okay man
2: (laughs) (laughs) broke your whole world i'm sorry it was just
0: okay because like for a long time like i i would not call him bobby because people are like bobby said see what bobby did this week blah 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 bobby did this whatever right and i'm like dude to me bobby means bobby scar i'm gonna call him bobby big balls or bbb okay you guys can call him bobby and i finally warmed up to the idea of maybe calling him bobby and now you drop this on me, bro. I feel like my whole, like, I've, I've never heard anyone
2: me. call him by his actual first name though. Never. I'm sorry that I dox it too, Bobby. <laughs>
1: yeah. You <laughs> left the mother's maiden name out of it. That was kind of, I good.
2: did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man. Um, well, um, maybe to save ourselves from any more, explosive secrets actually no i still want to know uh what is what is tyler swift about before we get I, into oh i just voice.
2: really like taylor swift i don't know um it just, started when i was like in high school i did like cross country really seriously mm. and uh i'm from long island so we had uh like the state championship was like nine hours away on the canadian border all the way up north mm. so on the ride back uh, someone brought a speaker and like, we didn't get the shower after the meet or anything. So it's just like a bunch of like sweaty, like high school track kids. Someone brought a speaker and we listened to you belong with me mm. 68 times in a row. So it just kind of got ingrained <laughs> there. Oh, so no. after that, I was like, Sliff. Hey, That's funny. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's been like that
1: ever since. So is that a bop? Do you love singing just all her stuff now?
2: Was it fun mean, I- when you turned 22? It was, I turned 22 this February. That was a crazy day. <laughs> oh but uh, <laughs> I do like unironically like her music. I listen to all like, the girly pop stars. Okay, okay. Like You're I was playing way. Moki today. I was listening to the new Halsey album. <laughs> okay. Respectable, respectable. Hey, we like,
1: a, we like a gamer with taste. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and, uh, you know, speaking of taste, we're kind of curious what the taste of the YouTube comments is. For the community voice last week logan asked how can we maintain our grassroots spirit uh while Ooh. we try to grow grow the good scene question.
0: that's so, a, it's a great
1: question so we're gonna see what uh what everyone had for us we have two answers here and uh we'd be glad to hear everyone's take on it looks like shane pages is promote local tournaments uh vods and content you could even have some of the golden guardians watch a top eight from a smaller regional that's us oh i'm down that'd be pretty cool. Do you have, Uh, do you
0: have, uh, are there tournaments, dude, I would, I would literally watch it like in North Carolina.
1: Yeah, we have, we had, I think we were having some, I'm not, I think it's a little up in the air right now. I think a lot of it's online still, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I think uh, as they come back, sure, man. Yeah. (laughs) You and me, TOEFL pro commentate some, uh, some turkeys. Yeah, fun, actually,
2: um, we had the MDVA Summit, and that was on Zane's channel. That was all online, but that, that was, was really cool to have fun. it on Zane's channel, yeah. Cool. Did you enter that? I couldn't do singles. I did doubles with uh, Beezim, but I, was, I had really bad, like, school stuff was just uh, messing everything up. Can I ask you a question? Sure.
0: I heard there was some hilarious beef in the doubles bracket with, uh, was it LOD? Oh my god. Yeah. okay because like i think those of us who are from mdva like i can't see law that way like I, I
2: he's so polite and professional all mm. the time I, but
3: see, that's what, that, like i, that I only
0: felt,
2: in region i i didn't because i've never actually like met him before really like i'm actually from new york i just go to school at the university of maryland so that's kind of like kind of newer around here and like by the time I showed up here, a lot of the people, like, uh, like Polish moved out, uh, Rishi moved to New York, uh, yeah. which is funny, we kind of swapped, and then right. uh, Lot also right. moved out, so I didn't really know any of them, and then um, Lot and Rishi were just, like, disconnecting, and, like, Lot's, like, setup was just messed up, and then everybody was just so mad at each other, <laughs> and who Rishi was, was like, it? it's well, not Lot, and of, Bones was like, it's Lot.
0: biggest down Lott. for PeeBee, because I, I bet PeeBee doesn't know what you're talking about.
1: I what? have no what?
2: idea. It was Rishi and Lot against who? I think it was bones juice box but the thing is Lod right. disconnected with so many people that weekend to begin with that like bones was already annoyed he goes i'm just gonna take the win if it disconnects and then rishi was like no <laughs> he just thought so just like no and then there was just a big argument and since it's like <laughs> since it's like mdva people were all like friends so instead yeah, of yeah. like the to i'm gonna call you out vintage <laughs> coming out and just doing like making a decision You just everyone's just grabbed the popcorn and just kind of watched it happen <laughs> it was pretty entertaining but it got the- sorted out in the end and uh we all love each other again so that's it's okay. cool i mean i like
1: it i like that there's a good community where you guys you know really care about each other but also willing to be i guess uh really upfront about things too you don't show yeah sugar, yeah sugar these- yeah that's
0: really funny i mean it's funny too just because rishi and Lauder, like they're like such a good team it's yeah it's like funny yeah. that they're still you know it doesn't matter how good you get <laughs> there you're always gonna have to deal with some netplay bullshit yeah, at some point
4: yeah
2: like, yeah just your pasted. setup just not working your internet's you're bad it's just yep. oh my god so yep. frustrating yep.
1: yeah i mean what do you guys think i mean do you guys think that answer works like as we grow if we just support if we support and plug and everything, local content um, people that aren't maybe, I guess, you know, corporately sponsored or something. Do you think that helps us, helps us with that? Or does that, uh, I guess, make the people that we're trying to support then become more, more that way because we're connecting with them. I'm kind of curious what you guys think.
5: Uh, I think it's just
2: good to just support everybody, everywhere. Like as small, like content creation or, skill you have in melee i think it's just good you just gotta support everybody i mean it's just like the game wouldn't be here without you know all the people that go o2 or like those people that like make a combo video that gets like 20 views like you yeah. like everyone starts somewhere you know yeah just keep doing your thing you know we were all there i was there you know i really like... like i really like retweeting those like
0: combo videos like when people got like those like uh you know yeah, first of all, I mean, this kind of ties in the last we were talking about combo videos in general and how yeah. like they had a bit of a, you know, they, they 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 definitely had a renaissance in the early days, like many years ago. And then there was a period where they weren't really putting out, no one was putting out combo videos. And so nowadays when people put out combos, especially if it's someone who you know I haven't really heard of or I don't know too well, I love retweeting those because I'm like, dude, I want this player to get their shine, you know?
2: Yeah, so, it's super sick. I, I love yeah. combo videos. One of my close friends, his tag is Justice. He makes a lot of combo videos. He made me one recently that i haven't released yet because he's gonna make it into like a full like like really long combo video with like a ton of different players in it but um yeah he's super good at that stuff and like bobby is also really good at that stuff i I love combo videos they're super sick yeah
0: bobby's bobby's uh he's a some sort of combo video fanatic i don't know Uh, yeah that guy he'll
2: he'll just jump the top (laughs) platform Wait there. Yeah. And then it'll come down and you do the craziest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> it's
0: bizarre. It's yeah. hilarious, yeah. Truly a one-of-a-kind player.
2: Yeah, that's what I like got good playing against. Like I was this new little kid and I just see Bobby B- That was like my guy to beat, so <laughs> Really. I know, yeah, I know a lot about Bobby.
0: I think, you know, with the old melee's grassroots thing, man, I think, yeah, propping up your local scene, propping up your local TO is super important. And yeah. I, I even think like, you know, I think this is like an even more you've even more of an opportunity to do this when you're, like, bigger. Like, I remember back in the day when Mango was sub-goal, like, go to SSS and commentate, or whatever, mm-hmm. or go to Mayhem and commentate, and, like, he'd go to his local, and, like... That was, like, big. I mean, yeah. SoCal already was, like, a pretty big region at the time, but I think it was really cool that he did stuff like that. And then these days, you're seeing, like, you know, Axe is always talking about going to his locals, mm-hmm. and Axe is playing, you know, he's, he's going to his weekly every week. You know, you've got, like, um... I mean, I don't know if Zane has been coming out lately, but, like, before COVID, certainly. I think Zane's been... Last I talked to him, he's feeling a little bit worried about the Delta variant. But, before, you know, he was talking about... I remember at Canada Cup in 2018, 2019, and he, like, was on Sunday, he was talking about, yeah, tomorrow, you know, I'm flying home and I'm going to go to the cave. I was yeah. like... Yeah, oh. he, he,
2: he'd be there a lot pre-COVID. Yeah.
0: And post-major. He would literally, like, go yeah, to the cave, yeah. like right after. Mm. He's like, yeah, I got to beat Bobby the Fox. I got to go. I don't, you know... <laughs> It's always on to the next. I gotta beat Bobby with gotta Fox. Bobby right, with right, Fox. And it's
2: like, I just checked the cave bracket because, like, who is Johnny Sins? Why do you beat Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> is it Zane? Yeah, it's Zane's Fox. Jesus Christ. That's really onto funny.
1: On to the next uh, community voice response before we get caught up in that. Yeah. Um, Toph, you wanna read this one?
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, let me make it bigger because the text is small. There we go. I think having more organized and promoted events that aren't strictly tournaments would be good, a good way to maintain that grassroots feel that Melee has. I feel like Golden Guard is doing the right thing by having events like Octagon. I feel more events of a similar nature would be huge. That is a good take. I really, uh, you know, I mean, okay, first of all, with Golden Guard is like when we, when I signed, like when I, was, when I was thinking about like, you know, joining Golden Guardians, I was really impressed with kind of the vision. I talked to Hunter a lot about kind of like what are we going to be doing beyond just like, okay, we're flying our players out to tournaments. And, um, you know, when you look at a lot of other gaming scenes that are big, like, I think uh, it's important to have those types of things. Um, I think one thing, I've always thought that, like, what Melee has is we have a really colorful cast of personalities. Yeah, Like, in, con- in contrast to, like, a lot of other esports, like, I-, I just feel like we got some kooky dudes in Melee. So I feel like the more we can highlight our kooky dudes, the better. And it's going to, like, make things feel a little more personal. You know, it all ties back to, like, you know, it's like the, I always I was praise Homemade Waffles and Phil when I used to listen to their commentary back in the day, back in the day. I felt like I was at the venue with them. I was at the tournament with them, even though I wasn't. I was literally watching on YouTube, right? But that's how their commentary made me feel. And so via, well, commentary, but also via YouTube videos, via, I don't know, streams. Um, and and interesting events, right? I think there's a lot of ways you can make the viewer feel like they're part of a bigger thing, which will make people want to go to IRL tournaments to hang out and connect with their local community and stuff like that. So it's kind of like it's kind of like this big interweaving, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, and I How think I feel about fo- it.
1: Yeah, and I think following up on that. Um, Uh, I I guess, you know, a concern with this response is, oh, okay well, we organize and make bigger events and then that makes us less grassroots. And I think that's something that a lot of people could think. But this person specifically called out Octagon. And so I think back to that and I think how we had fun with it, how we changed the format, how we had surprise events. And I think and like Toph said, I think that lets us highlight our personality more. It lets us keep from having to stick too much to a script or a certain way to to be to act and i think you know that's something that is unique about us like topa's saying and so highlighting that um being okay with changing the mold being okay with doing things differently is going to be really important for us because we are a different community than you know league or dota or whatever and i think highlighting that is going to be key and that includes in our events so that's a, that's a really good point i, I like that answer
2: also something you, oh okay. go ahead Sorry. yeah something i really New liked places. about uh, the Octagon is that like. Since, like, I'm a competitor and I, like, want to enter stuff, if there's, like, a major happening, it's like, oh, I got to enter. And if I don't enter, I can enjoy it and watch it. But there's also that, like, like oh, I mm. should enter that, you know? Mm. But with the Octagon, it's just like, oh, like, I could just enjoy this. Like, you know, like, I got to, like, like have this stress of competing, and then I can enjoy it. Like, no, like, I can literally just, like, watch, like, top-level Melee and just, like, really just relax and just really enjoy it. That's a good point.
0: There was a tournament, I remember this exact feeling when uh it was a uh, it was um god it was one of the tournaments where it was or Mod finals it was a Norcal tournament it might have been like I'm not yelling or something but I remember thinking it was cool because I I wasn't commentating the top 8 and I was just hanging out in the crowd mm. and I was sitting in the crowd I was like and just watching Bangor Bada, I was like, I missed
2: this. Yeah, you I can really miss- just enjoy yeah, it in his different way. Being a, f- I just want to be a
0: noob and yeah. watch Bangor Mata, you know, alongside all my fellow noobs, and yell, and yeah. get loud, and you know, it was great. Dude, PB, you know, you bring up, uh, you know, the Octagon about this, and, and, and how it's important to have fun, and that's what really distinguishes it. You know what's crazy? I think this was lost in translation somewhere. I think people don't think about it this way anymore. You know, when the first Smash Summits, Kinda happened and when I was kinda when 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 Beyond the Summit first came into Smash, they started putting on the Summit events. I remember hearing the idea for the tournament, and it's like, you know, a bunch of top players in a house and we're there's a tournament and it's very serious, but we also have these like fun side events and we have these yeah. like gets. And I you know, I think these days there's a lot of prestige in Summit and people take it very, very seriously. But if you remember kind of the early iterations of Smash Summit, like, they were kind of like, you know, they were very big on, like, you know, having fun and, and uh, well, all the stuff you just said. Right, and, and also the players were new to it, right? They weren't
1: used yes. to going somewhere and having this yes. sort of thing. And they all, all the players also wanted to play Mafia. And now they're kind of over it. But yeah. that was after, like, you know, years well, who's of over it. it. Huh? Who's over it? I don't know. That's what I hear. I hear that a lot of, it's harder to get a lot you're of the melee the wrong, players.
0: No, you're talking to the wrong people. So you're no, telling me that you,
1: everyone, everyone there is just not. Like, everyone. Yep, I want to play again.
0: <laughs> uh, I would say that there's definitely a, I'd say there's a contingent of people that always want to play. And then there's a contingent yeah. of people that don't want to play. And then there's a contingent of people that like, like they don't want to play, but they always play. Okay,
1: sure. Tyler yeah. Swift, what camp are you in on mafia? Just, Just curious. For, considering your future summit campaign here, by the way, no pressure.
2: Actually, I'm running for the next summit, but uh, okay. uh, there we go. I, uh, yeah, I'm not, I mean, I might play once, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not wow. the biggest mob. I would just rather just play more melee. All right.
1: Well, there you have it. Um, you know, but I mean, you know, this guy's grinding. He's going to
2: no, vote results. me in now. God uh-huh. damn it.
1: Now nah, here's <laughs> the thing, man, you're getting results. You're uh, you're going to, you know, that's, that's the way you're going to go in. And some players have that. And you know, I think that's fine. Just, you know, see what you can advertise for your skit potential. Well, yeah, always yeah. That
2: yeah. I mean, I have a, right. a good amount of ideas. I think I got a good chance. And there's also like the big stuff. I've just been doing really good lately. I was all my friends yeah. telling me to like run. And mm. I don't know, like, why not? It's like literally would be like a dream come true of mine. Not to sound cliche or anything, but like sure. it would.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the earliest um, that anyone has ever started campaigning for Summit in my memory. So this is a momentous occasion here.
2: About my like campaign. I mean, I'm gonna do it. Like, oh, whatever. The earliest,
0: <laughs> the earliest I ever, I think, I think that that title actually goes to Triff because I okay. remember Triff went to Summit and he came home, and the week after, whatever Summit was, seven or eight or whatever, he came home and he started using the hashtag Triff for Summit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I remember that. That was such great. Uh, we could was keep such
0: for great seven. All like, right. Trip for seven. Well, I, I, I gotta go back. So Trip <laughs> for Seven, I was like, damn. <laughs> bro, fair. you could take a week off. Jesus. Okay, <laughs> well, was, I, feel was like, I feel like second, second on that second. is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Pretty second good. to that's not bad. Second of that's yeah. not bad.
1: Um yeah, but it's still really early. Good to put your name out there. Um mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, we can get some questions that can also help you with that. So that's again, right. exclamation radio melee and mine and toast chat. Come on in. Ask your questions and uh I think we are ready to take our first one. Yeah,
0: we we got some good ones uh lined up already. So well, cool. I think we got our first caller, Wolven. Where are you calling in from? What's up, Wolven?
5: Yo, what's up? i'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Cool. Uh what's up, are your you Wolven
0: Storm? That's is that storm. you? oh uh, dude, what's up, dude? This guy's in Twitch chat pretty often. Nice. nice. Yeah, what's, what's up, dude?
5: Uh, <laughs> so I got a question. Um with the rise of the goon and wave, me. I'm curious what your opinion is. Uh do you think it's like an unfair advantage? I've seen, you know, I've been on Twitter lately and there's been like all the macros you can do with it, changing your notches and pods. And like, uh, I've seen multiple like pivot up tilt exhibitions. I knew that was like previously thought to be like basically impossible. Uh, do you think it's like people will even be able to compete at a high level without a Goom Wave now?
0: Good
1: question.
5: Uh, Very good question.
0: question. Um, does the Goom Wave actually help with pivot up tilt? It does.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
0: How does that work?
2: It's just easier to do, honestly. Like, I've seen like clips of people just doing it like consistently, like over and over again. I don't know exactly how it works, but
5: so, right, it's I hear it's pretty easy. There are macros built into the controller. Mm. where You can uh, adjust your your pods and your your notching and like uh, all sorts of different things within the controller that allows you to, to do this stuff that you previously wow. weren't able to. Uh, um,
0: but like specifically, I guess.
5: Okay. Um. I mean, there's.
0: Do we know what?
5: A, a macro, for example, if you like, uh, hold L and hit Start, uh, that's like the Expo toggle. So like one rumble equals Expo, uh, pivot up tilt down tilt toggle, and then two rumbles is the pivot. Well,
0: on. so that's not really a macro, right? You can adjust how much PODE there is, but when I think macro, I think you're pressing this button and you're getting a button combination of more than one button. So like. Even without a Goomwave, Wave, I mean, if you want to call that a macro, like, I have a capacitor in my controller, so I can, you know, I can always just adjust, like, how much capacitance I have to, like, deal with snapback, or if I want to, like, make my controller a little bit better at dashing versus a little bit better at pivoting, like, I could just do that. But I wouldn't really call it a macro. You so
5: know what I mean? Can, I guess it just makes it easier to be able to get the adjustment right. required in order to be able to perform it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, my understanding of it was uh, you'd also be able to get one cardinal dashes and yeah, uh, one point oh like cardinal that. dashes and 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 basically, I feel like this closes the gap between um, gamecube controllers and box controllers in a lot of ways. I think, from my understanding, yeah. except for the SDI from the Frame One. Again, this is from my understanding. Um, and so, but but the question is, does this? Lock people out of higher level play so i mean i guess there are two questions like what exactly it does and i'm still trying to understand all of that i asked for a goom wave myself because i wanted to understand it better and also you know talk about it more because i think it's a very important question that's evolving for us but um yeah i mean given that there i mean so what i'd like is for everyone to have a goomwave wave if if it is you know, if it's going to make you know some if it's going to make our standardized controller process easier, that's going to be better for us as long as we can make that, you know reasonably affordable. because I also don't want to price people out, which is one concern. Um, I, the the higher price barriers we have, the less people we can have getting into the game or at least getting into it in a more competitive fashion, which I don't want because, you know, if I, if, for example, I did some coaching today and if I, if I had to tell someone to do something that you know I could only do with my Goom Wave and then they weren't able to do that, then that, would, that creates a problem and there's just frustration for that person. So I don't want that. Um, but uh, I think still, even with a lot of that, I mean, I think there are still things like UCF and other things that we have that still, you don't have to pay for, that still make things a lot more accessible and easier for players. And hopefully um, when uh, the Panda controllers come out, I think that'll, that'll help with prices and, and make it easier. And so uh-huh. my, my thought is uh, even if you don't have something like that, as long as you have a controller that's decent, um, I don't think it's going to really be a detriment to your skill because of things like UCF until you know, maybe a little outside of top 100, but um, somewhere around there, we'll say anyway. And so but at, right. at that point, you're quite a serious player and you're willing to make more of an investment in the game because you've made such a big one already. So I think that's okay. And, um, I, I do, I am cautious about, you know, because we can extend that argument too far for things, but because we're, it's something we're trying to make for everyone, because I think the Goomwave is going to be part of the Panda controller, I think it can be okay. So that's my tentative stance, but I need to understand more about it. That's where I'm at anyway.
0: I always felt like, um, see, like, I come from back in the day, back in the day, when, you know, people talk about, damn, you gotta spend $300 on a controller or whatever. Mm. I remember spending $300 on eBay for 10 controllers, going to this dude's house, and this guy actually said, because apparently this happened to him before, and the guy's like, are you, like, a Smash player or something? I was like, I am a Smash player, trying all those controllers out, hoping for one good one, all of them being dog shit terrible. <laughs>
4: That's much worse.
0: It's much worse. So, like, for me, like, dude, people used to play what we called the controller lottery. And, like, I'm just like, dude, I just want to be over that. Like, because the best players are going to, like, try to find a controller that's good. And to my knowledge, and having used a Goom Wave, there's nothing on it that ultimately sets it beyond what the best factory controller can do. Yeah, you can, like, tweak things with, like, changing the the sensitivity on things, changing the POD, et cetera, et cetera, changing the notches, but, like, those are still all things, except maybe 1.0 dashing, but I think there's even controllers that that have 1.0 dash. If you, like, widen the... So, I I don't know. Point being, I guess, to me, there's nothing that feels super broken. I also don't think it's, like, better than the the box of the frame one. So, for me, I'm kind of, like... Look until I literally see you can push this button; and it does a multi-shine input for you. I'm cool with it.
2: That's where I'm at.
0: Yeah,
1: what do I you mean, uh,
2: yeah, I'll speak on it because I use a box. Um,
1: All right, that's a that's a good point. I use a box earlier. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Didn't that. So.
2: What's it called? I think, um, the Goom Wave, it's just, like, I mean, people are gonna hate me, but I think goomwave is just better than the box, except for the fact that, like, it hurts your hand. I think the main benefits of the box are that you, um, like, my hand rests like this, you know? So, I have <laughs> I have my fingers on, like, every button. So, it, I'm playing claw, essentially, and that's a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff that people are like, oh, box is broken. It's like, well, really, I'm just playing claw, which lets me get my aerials out really fast or, like, be more precise. But, um... Yeah, I don't think Box is broken. I don't think Goomwave is broken. And the... My ideology is if it allows, like, controllers just to be, like, easier to get... Maybe not, like cheaper but like easier like okay i know what i'm getting i know what i'm investing in this is going to be a good controller it's going to last me a while and for boxes it's like oh my hands are like destroyed like my hands are really bad like i cannot play on a gamecube controller so i think we should just like those are the things that are more important than just being like setting some arbitrary like oh you sdi too much or like oh you have um fast aerials too much it's like i think we should just prioritize the game evolving and like accessibility to everyone rather than just like, Oh, the sanctity of the game, I guess. Right.
0: I mean, I guess we already messed with the game with UCF. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. You know, but anyway, Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, my only concern with SDI too much is you start breaking a lot of things and I just am worried about how, how, if people can really adjust to that well or if there's any counterplay basically i think
2: there is and i've thought about this a lot i mean i play pikachu it's like very sdi heavy character on a box and the Mm. thing is it's like certain stuff is like a lot of stuff's like a lot more consistent because it's like okay like i tap tap like i tap twice and then i get like two sdi inputs you know but the thing is it's easier to be a little bit more consistent but you can't get, like, the crazy, like, the whizrobe, like, wank right. SDI. That's right. a lot, lot harder. Like, I've never seen anybody do something egregious like that. The main uh-huh. thing is it's, like, more, just more consistent. Which, it's like, yeah, it's kind of dumb. It's pretty dumb at times. It is. But um, yeah. I think, again, <laughs> like, we, there's no real good way to, like, nerf that on the box without just completely changing the controller. So yeah, I think and- it should, I think, I, I don't know. I think it's fine for the most part. Sure,
1: and I mean, my concern was not with the box; it was with the frame one, because I understand that um, the box was actually modified due to some yeah, I yeah, not yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's why, yeah. That's why I don't lump the box in with that. That's why I specifically yeah, I'm yeah, worried about as SM- we're mm. talking about frame one. And if if that changes, then I think you know, I also box was also changed because there were things that are now on the Goom Wave that the box could do. So we might actually have to go back and buff some of the box to make it even out, right? I think I was. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, sorry to interrupt, but think the I wave was stronger, so uh, you know w- we could bring that back in line. I think there are yeah. conversations like that that could happen for us.
2: Like the biggest one that I want, just I think this is, its ridiculous how hard it is. But dash back at a crouch on box is really difficult. Like it's really? difficult on, yeah, it's dif- more difficult than most controllers. I've done it on. Like, um, what do you have to do? Why isn't it just down in the? Do you have to like let go of like down and then press back like within I, I don't know exactly oh. I've heard zuppy tell oh. me like it's like a frame input it feels like you have like a one or two frame window to let go and press the other one don't call me on that but like it's it's difficult like and then I think on the smashbox like the hitbox one I think yeah. you could literally just press down and left and it down works. and then back right yeah dude yeah. so
0: this is like this ties to this overall theme of like something I've noticed just over the years okay um I think that the potential to do techniques on, like, the vanilla game. Like, okay, dude, for example, right? Like, Zoo, the other week, posted a video of him literally just consistently doing pivot-down-tilts, which are a technique that... It, it, there's, like, an angle where you can do it, and once you learn this, you can consistently pivot down tilt on a GameCube controller. You, like, not on a box or whatever. Or a frame one. And I've just noticed that, like, a lot of people, like... There's this very almost reactionary, like... Oh, yeah. this crazy new technique that this player's doing, it must be because they're using some crazy controller. Yeah. I remember, uh, dude, I had <laughs> I get so that all many people, time. bro, on Smash Ladder, Bagley oh Down, Anthers, i play people, and they'd be like, bro, are you in a box? And I, Because I would do Shine Out of Shield, like. <laughs> yeah, bro, I, oh I'd my God, it's practice. so annoying. I just, I just practice. I, I practice
2: more tech skill, like even on controller, I was super fast, like I practice my tech skill every day, and now I do that with box, and I'll be like, oh, no, you're just doing that. You're just uh, hitting all that stuff because you're on box." Like, no. Box. I, I, I just sit in my room, and I just sit there. I'm typing away. I'm practicing. Like, actually shine. Second hit up the up air on Puff just, like, all day. Like, I don't have a life. <laughs> <laughs> you're right yeah
0: yeah and i just felt like a lot of people not that they i don't think they were trying to discredit you no but oh, no they just don't
2: understand and there's just so much misinformation like i hit Omsa so techs. much misinformation like i hit an Omsa Tech and people are like yo that's box like that's literally like a timing thing that's happening like it's
0: literally down in c yeah it's yeah it's
2: it's like i don't understand how that's like, like it's just like i don't know like it's it's the stuff that like people will say it is very reactionary. Like when I didn't have a box, I was like, oh, I guess, yeah, that sounds broken. But now that I'm playing on it and I hear someone say something like, like empty pivot stuff, like empty pivots are like kind of hard on box. Like I think they're easier really? on controller. Really? Like, yeah, like just empty pivoting, like that's, yeah. that's 10 times easier on controller for me personally. And I think a lot of box players would agree with that. And then I'd see, I saw this one Marth. Just do this like empty pivots, like three in a row, and I was like, "That was crazy." And then someone's like, "He's on a cheater controller." I'm like, "No, he's crazy." <laughs> so it's like, probably just
0: probably just on a gaming controller,
2: honestly. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know. People are just so reactionary with so much stuff. It's just like I, I just want to play without my hands falling off.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I and right. I don't think anyone is saying get rid of boxes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Sure, right? yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I think we're kind of talking about two different things, just to kind of wrap up. Like anything I that's have to true. say about it. We're talking about is it okay for everyone? And I think the answer is yes, because Mm -hmm, we need mm -hmm. that because we don't want to play the controller lottery. And I think the other question is, is this what does this do for high level? And I think that that is a question we're still kind of answering. Um, Yeah. And that's something that, you know, I was kind of talking, I was responding to Tyler a little bit earlier about where there some SDI talk. And so maybe we buff the box back talk and, and stuff like that. So I, I think there is a, there's a discussion that, that needs to start about that, but I'm not sure. But I think generally it's probably a good thing um, that this exists. And I think it it encourages good conversation. And so that's yeah. where I'm at with it. And uh, I don't know. how And I'm, I'm,
0: I'm really big on like, like I, had a, I have a video on my YouTube too, talking about like, I made a video. It's like an hour long video. It's like everything I know about controllers and I just, like, want people to, like, flip out less and, like, know what they're complaining, like, know what, yeah. you know what I mean, know what they're complaining about before they complain. So before, Yeah, going. before they
2: go onto Twitter and just, like, this is stupid, this is stupid, and it's just, like, well, right. you don't know how it works, like, you're just wrong. Like, I saw, mm-hmm. like, what's it called? Um i which to did this there's some socal to he was like yeah like i'm banning the box for like this
1: oh that's right i remember that i remember Thanks. that uh, and i just want
2: to call him out like it's he just didn't understand it but it was he like cited something He's like yeah the sdi is broken because if you do like this 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 and this like you can get these crazy sdi and i looked at it and i'm just like i've never seen anybody do that that is like three frame perfect inputs in a row and if i had sat down and tried to do that i would not get it for like a while like that's how like right. that's how like ridiculous it was like from my perspective I was like what is like and then he like took it down but I don't know, it's just too much false information and it's really mm-hmm. annoying because people just think they know everything about something that they've literally never held before so yeah I yeah, mean, there's yeah. A, there needs to
1: be a good discussion about that going forward um and it sounds like you know you're gonna you're gonna help be an ambassador for that because I mean like, I you're, will you're I've gotten uh box players
2: yeah, I've gotten enough uh, <laughs> not hate, but like flack from people
4: for Black. like, oh, you're on the, the Lord. controller. Lord.
2: <laughs> like,
0: you yeah. you buy one too? <laughs> I've I don't know. I've I've never um, I've never thought like uh, they were problematic. I I think for me, like, if there was ever gonna be a line, it would be at stuff like again, actual macros. Like, yeah, this yeah, is going yeah. to be a and you know, I think that. Uh, I think we would have that conversation when we got there. I think that, like, you know, this has happened even in the FGC. You know, there's was, there's, there been drama. Not drama, but there's been instances where people would have these, you know, uh, like, hitbox-style controllers where there would actually be something that was, like, ridiculous about them. Like, way back in the day, I remember the first time this ever happened when hitboxes came out, you could hold left and right at the same time because they didn't have what was called SOCDs, where it was like, you could literally hold both directions, and even if they tried to cross you up, you'd be basically blocking in both directions. Mm. And that That was something where it was like, all right, that's too strong. And then they actually had to nerf it. And they, you know, so, you know, I think that we are better equipped to have these sorts of conversations than ever before. But those conversations can't start unless everybody's approaching them in good faith and everybody's actually trying to understand on a technical level, what's actually going on here. And, you know, the thing that, The thing that I wonder is, like, who are, like, what, who is our governing body right now? Who makes these decisions anymore? Is it Blur?
2: Uh, I don't don't know. I think think it's just the Crimson Blur. Yeah, we
1: gotta, that's, again, that's something else that we have to figure out how to do. How are we gonna implement things? I think think it should be be me and you.
0: I think me and you should be the new
1: governing body. We just switched radio (laughs) melee, radio governing (laughs) body. We lay down the law here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we've laid down our law on the Goom Wave. Uh, so there's
5: that. Um,
1: Good, thank question. You for the, Good question. For uh, the question. Hopefully, we're able to answer that decently thank well. Thank you for uh,
5: having me hmm. on. I appreciate the opportunity to ask that. Just to be clear, I am pro-Goom oh, yeah. Wave. I think everybody should be able to use um, to, should be able to do all the techniques that are available to us in the game. I just hope the price point goes down a little bit at some point.
0: Sure, sure. And, and I, I want to, actually I'll just comment on that real quick. Part of the reason I am in full support of like the Goom Wave and stuff is like when I talked to Goomy about it, it seemed like the goal was basically to get it down to where it's just really accessible and kind of anyone can get it and it's easy right. to install and, or easy to, yeah. and 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 certainly cheaper than Back in the day, if you wanted a really good controller, you'd have buy, sure. you know, like a shitload of controllers off eBay and just kind of pray, so I think anything beats that. Sure. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, thank you again, Wolven. You got any shout-outs for us on your way out today? Uh, shout-out to you guys. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Appreciate that. We often don't get shout-outs on the way out, but we'll thank take you. those. <laughs>
2: 30
0: <laughs> seconds, a good one. one sec.
2: Hell
0: oh, yeah. Tyler's, uh, you know, now that Tyler, Tyler said 30 seconds and, yeah. um, I just noticed that he does have, uh, you know, it's funny because I talked to OKP, mm. who had a bunch of Pikachu merch behind him. I think Axe on his stream setup has got a lot of Pikachu merch. I think it's surprising that Tyler Swift has a big ol' Fox <laughs> with shines <laughs> yeah. on it. That's not very Pikachu-ish, although yeah, his Fox well, is nasty.
1: He goes Fox for Puff because he
0: said, forget that, which is fair. I, I mean, he beat H-Box in a set. That's that's
1: true. It's pretty good.
0: That's <laughs> like no. not, It's you know, you can't really argue with that. Yeah. Uh, I think we're almost ready to have our next caller. I guess we can uh, we can bring him on. What is up? How are you doing, Cena?
3: Where are you calling in from? I'm uh, in Montana right now, but I'm from Minnesota initially. So yeah, sure. so, shout
0: out to Montana and
3: Minnesota. So to say, question for us today, Cena. Um, my main question is. Uh, oh wait, one second. Uh, well, my main qu- no, okay. yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Repetitively, uh, remember me Um. Good. My question is about rule sets, because I know we're just getting off of uh, Slippy. So everyone's been playing online. Everyone's very used to Frozen Stadium and stuff. And mm-hmm. I, a big thing I noticed coming back, uh, Summit was the, the main first one that I noticed. They ran uh, Frozen Stadium and uh, actually Hold That L ran, uh, what was it? They ran Poke- Frozen Pokemon as a starter and then FD as a counter pick. And I'm just ah. kind of wondering, yeah, what's going on with that with um with rule set stuff. I know I, I'll put it this way. I think to like right now cuz there's probably no top 100 this year, great time to experiment mm-hmm. with like rule sets and stuff, like you know different timers and all that. But when it rolls around to hopefully, god, I hope next year, and we have mm-hmm. to have a standardized rule set, I don't know if we're going to have one yet, and I'm wondering how we value uh like tournament placings for PR because we're even having that issue like in in Minnesota right now because uh, like the Twin Cities have their own rule set and then not everybody else follows that because mm-hmm. like where I'm from, we still play Wobbling and uh Unfrozen Stadium. And I know that's not like we had a big thing with the uh not a big thing, but little thing with uh the like and backroom, so to say, about like, is this going to count because we have different rules? So I was wondering, like, how are we oh, going to do it? Yeah. Okay. So it yeah. sounds
0: like your question, because you mentioned a couple of things, it sounds like your question is based on, like, is this a good time to experiment with
3: rules because well, I think, there isn't... Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I think now is a great time to experiment with rules. I'm just worried about next year when we have a standardized rule set. It's like, if, cause I don't know if we are even gonna have a standardized rule set, how do we evaluate player performance based on rule set? Because, like, oh. I don't know, let's say, like, Ice Climbers players only show up to, like, the two tournaments where Wobbling is legal. Like, how oh. do we rank them on the top 100 right because that's kind of hard that's that's my question huh
1: yeah you know that's i've never thought about it like that because normally what i think is um i want tos to be able to experiment i want tos to be able to um figure out what rule set they like or or try things for their community um and see what feels good for them so they we can have this conversation on a local level it can bubble up to a national level um That's how we often were deciding things in the past and things have often become more standardized. But it sounds like, I guess, the downside of that is when you're still trying to rank people um, and your rule sets can be very different. I think, I guess, Wobbling and I guess Frozen Stadium are the two big ones. Um, That gets a lot harder, especially if, I guess the main thing is you need crossover. You need to see how people can do under, I guess, some of the varying rule sets, I guess would be part of it. Um, because at a a national level, I don't really know how we're going to get away with Frozen Stadium because Nintendo, which is, you know, that makes the decision for us pretty much. I don't think we can get away with Frozen Stadium. I guess we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. But, uh, for a more local level, it's a hard question. I'm kind of curious what you guys think about it.
0: Frozen Stadium?
1: Well, this is, the question seems to be something like, I mean, it's because it's Frozen Stadium and Wobbling Together. I guess the right. two, but it's more yeah. like how do you how do you rank it uh, will just say locally or within state if uh, your rule sets are different locally or within state
3: right
0: okay so first of
3: all so what character do you play I play Samus it does not okay. I mean the wobbling thing kind of affects me frozen stadium don't really care don't right. my my stance on wobbling is only uh, I had like two or three friends that like stopped playing the game because wobbling's bad so I'm a little partial because of that but I totally get why it was banned.
0: Yeah. That was no, this was something I mean it's it's good that you bring this up. This is something when uh, when I t- when when we had Army on the reeds a while back, and this was right around the time Oblig got banned, and Army was like I mean he we we talked about a lot of things, but one of the things he said was like, dude, I don't even know how to practice right now because I don't know if I should be practicing as if Wobbling's gonna be banned forever, or if I should be because there's some tournaments that are banning it and some tournaments that aren't. And if you're an Ice Climbers player, that seems extremely confusing, right? It's like, well, yeah. I just like don't know literally, you know, what should I <laughs> what should I what should I be focusing on when I play? Um it's very, I think confusing and disorienting. When, you, when you're playing a tournament set and you're not sure... I'll give you... I mean, I'll, I'll even give you a good example of this. I remember I played a tournament set when I went to Air 5 against a Jigglypuff player. And we're playing on PAL. Okay, this was a PAL tournament. And I already told myself going ahead in this tournament. I wasn't going to take it that seriously. Um, and, you know, it was game three and I up smashed him at like 100 on Dreamland and he, like, lived. And I was like... And in my head, maybe this is me not being a great competitor, but in my head, I was like, okay, well... It, I won the set. Like if you played <laughs> me in America,
4: I won. Uh, so
0: like at I don't know, it's like whatever, it was a round robin pool. There was like 8 people. I don't think I needed to even win the set or whatever. I was kind of like I don't know, it really like kind of took the edge off in a weird way cuz like I couldn't take it as seriously if that makes sense cuz I was like, uh, you know, whatever. It's like I feel I felt like I was, you know, it was like this is this is weird. Like I feel like this almost Shouldn't count in a weird way, or at least for me personally, it doesn't count. And I can imagine an Ice Climbers player going to a tournament where, like, you know, if if you've got tournaments where Wobbling's bad and tournaments where Wobbling isn't bad, I can see an Ice Climbers player getting a grab on the last stock and being like, well, if this was one of the tournaments where Wobbling was legal, that would be a win. So, (laughs) uh, yeah, I think we should standardize the rule set. I do think now is a good time to do it. Uh, now is a great time to experiment with rules as we're getting back into tournaments. I don't have a strong opinion on Frozen Stadium. Me personally, I mean, I'm, I like the transformations. I think they're dope. But then people yell at me, they're like Dirty Fox player, all this stuff. So I can't I've say that too much. I transformations
3: are dope. You, Say that again? I also think transformations are dope. It's so Thank, much you.
0: Fun. Thank you. Thank you. I think they're fun. fun. Hot take. <laughs> hot take. If you want me to go full hot take mode, I think they encourage... Outplaying your opponent, I actually think that uh, you think that Fox on yes. the Rock
1: outplays yes. his opponent.
0: Yes, I oh, like not just Converse. I do not agree with that. Yeah, every, that character. No, uh, every character. No, every character. I think uh, that besides uh, the Infinites, wait, <laughs> the Infinites are stupid. Everything besides the Infinites are
3: interesting. I guess Peach getting free turnips is kind of weird too, but it's like it's thirty seconds. Like it's not too bad. I don't know. It's not that bad. Yeah, know. no, I'm with you on that. It's not that bad.
2: I just use Thunder <laughs> Jolt and it just goes across the, the wall. I love, and I
0: love when they do that. <laughs> just sit there
2: and just wait for it to all go away. I'll give you
0: that the infinites are BS. Yeah. But uh, I think the neutral's fun.
1: I imagine so. Tyler Swift, what are you thinking, man? How you feel about uh, the question posed here?
2: Um we had something similar in uh mdva where uh we banned we were one of the first regions to ban wobbling so we had it banned everywhere and mm. then xanadu would like never listen to us so they wouldn't have it banned they're like we'll ban it we'll ban it and then they just took forever to ban it and they didn't ban it until like super super late so um i don't even know how because i'm on the pr panel we didn't even like make much of a distinction honestly as to if you're losing because of wobbling or not just because the like it really doesn't it didn't affect our res- results enough like we had like one pr IC's player now whose tag is frostbite and he's really good without wobbling so like during that time he was literally like like wobbling was banned at the cave and like our regionals but it wasn't at xanadu he would go to xanadu and like not wobble so like I mean that's one way to go about it if you're an IC's main but um yeah I don't know I think we should just move over to like frozen stadium and um I don't know how I really feel about um I think banning FD is pretty extreme but um I agree yeah like FD counter pick and frozen stadium starter and then like keep wobbling banned and then that's like okay. I can't believe so. people want a ban FD. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's day. like I oh my god, it's just I don't know. I like mix it, like it's a terrible stage in its own right, but like it's still a stage. Like we don't have much to begin with. Yeah, we don't. If we had a bigger rule set I'd be down but Yeah like if true. we had more stages, like yeah. I would be down <laughs> to ban FD, but like we just need
0: melee HD. We need melee <laughs> to, we need Nintendo to like just have yeah. some sort of we just need massive Nintendo. overhaul.
1: That's yeah, you we need, we need uh, Nintendo, ma'am.
0: Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Shoutouts to P plus. I don't think our current rule set is that bad. I think our
1: current
2: rule set is fine. Good. I'm, I think it's I'm fine, fine with it. I don't really want to change it unless it's you just know, like turning off transformations. I wanna, I you know what wrong. I would like? You know what I would like? I want to. I want a visualization. Some because
0: we. Okay, so I. I'm. I'm pretty sure this might be like one of the longest stretches the melee community has gone without having to change our rule set. Because I mean, back in the day, like 2000, you know, I don't know, eight through like 12 or so, there were pretty massive rule set changes. Often, like there were always stages that were being removed from the rule set. I mean, remember we used to play on crazy stages, right? And like, yeah. it was like, okay, you know, okay, this tournament it looks like now the only Counterpick stages are Congo Jungle and Pokemon Stadium. And then at some point, Congo Jungle got taken off, and it was the only Pokemon Stadium. And then we went a really long time without changing the stage rules. And then. The only other thing we really changed, if you want to, like, on a practical level, was, I guess, wobbling stuff. But I'm pretty sure this might be the longest we've ever really gone without making a fundamental big change to our rule set. I'd be curious, like, how... I guess how long it's been since the last major rule set change? I mean, and, it's um, 2012, because
1: that's when Cactuar just pretty much ran it through the MBR back yeah, in Smashboards. Yeah, I we guess so. 2013 was wobbling. Yeah, 2013. Well...
2: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, that's a good sign, though. Like that's that just good means sign, yeah. Our, yeah, that just means our rule set's just good. Like it doesn't really need tweaking. I don't feel, except if it's like I oh, turn off transformations, which even if yeah. it's, like, it's like not that big of a deal if they're on.
1: You know, I, again, I, I feel like we have not fully answered this person's question, and so mm-hmm. I kind of want to return to that, where they're kind of thinking like, well, there are different rule sets, and how do you have, how do you track the results for that? And I think i I've tried to think about it a little bit. and I, I don't know if, like you could give like some incentive or some leeway in considering mm-hmm. players' results. like you you if you're a panel, you arbitrarily boost. Their results in your mind a little bit by having having a crossover, so there's not people that are in isolated regions because otherwise it's too hard to know. Like it's almost like well we can't even rank them because we don't know how they do versus other people, or we have to have people go to them, right? So having having some way to incentivize crossover, and it doesn't even have to be through rankings. There could be other ways to do it, like you like uh, there's a carpool fund where it, whoever comes from farthest the way you pay for their gas or whatever. There's like things you can do as tos or communities that you could help with this. Um and cuz I'm just thinking more on the local level. If this is a top 100 issue, this is very different. Like um, because there's going to be so much crossover between players at different events and we would need a we would need I think standardization primarily on wobbling to help with that. Um because otherwise I think results could be kind of different. I don't think frozen stadium maybe it swings some, but I don't know if it like moves people up like you know 10 ranking spots or not um, right so with wobbling i think it's a it's a different case uh just because it you know changes some matchups to a very high degree um uh, particularly at certain levels of play so you know i that's kind of where i'm at and i don't really know if i can because i really don't know if i want to just like there are advantages to standardization there are advantages to experimentation um i at, at the national regional and local levels Um, so I don't really want to say that I necessarily prefer one. I'm glad we have something more standardized that people like, but I also like that, you know, especially locals can experiment more. So I, I hesitate to say that, you know, one TO who is larger should simply eat the other and make them to the rule set, but I'm not sure. So that's kind of where I'm at. And I, hopefully that kind of answers, uh, CNET's question a little better.
3: Yeah, for sure. I definitely think it did. Again, I just at the end of the day, I just want one rule set. I want to know if I have to ban FD yeah. of 3 or not. Like, I just I hate going somewhere and it's like you don't know the rule set and you're like, "Okay, it's like, frick, what am I doing?" because like I don't know. not not every character, but like some characters obviously change up their stage select with FD yeah. as a starter or yeah. counter pick. And obviously Ice Climbers players are going to have a complete like they're going to have a fish out of water moment no matter yeah. what.
1: Yeah, and so I that's, think that's something you just have to you have to look that up beforehand.
0: Um and yeah, just, and that, it sucks that you players. have to look it up. that's on yeah. Players, yeah, the, I, don't, the, I
1: don't think it's the hardest thing. My no, favorite instance
0: of this, be, okay, uh, I mean, okay, so this is kind of grimy, but Vision Bladewise, when they used to team a lot at majors, there was an Apex where they were fighting, uh, they were playing a very good, a very strong East Coast team. And it went to game three. And this was at Apex, I think, 2014 or 2015. 2014, I think it was. And in the rule set, it said that Congo Jungle was a counter pick in doubles. <laughs> And so they went, the opposing team didn't ban Kongo Jungle. And they're like, well, we're going to Kongo Jungle. They're like, what do you mean you're going to Kongo Jungle? they're like, it's in the rule set. And they nice. took to Kongo Jungle and they destroyed the Jungle Because Peach Falcon's broken there. It was, oh, it was yeah. really funny. Like, it's super grimy, but I was like, well, they're my boys. So I'm like, all right, yeah, good shit. Okay. <laughs> I'll play yeah, on a ruleset set level.
1: If the East Coast team did that, then it would be treason. Precisely. Precisely. Yes. yes precisely. <laughs> Fair sure, enough. Yeah.
3: Treason but uh, yeah. Well,
0: yeah sure Treason. uh
1: but thank you cnut for your question i hope we were able to get some good discussion on that I'm, yeah i'm i'm 100
0: with you we need a standardized rule set Yeah,
3: and sure. that's
0: why right here today we're forming it the coalition Tofin and PBR, <laughs> the new rule set guys <laughs> and that's tyler wild. swift because we need a third person to tie break when we disagree yeah. that's yeah. one
3: person to complain to or one body that'd be great yeah yeah, yeah perfect we've <laughs> nailed it uh we'll get zan
0: on can we do that hell yeah
3: sure i've got um, good opinions on things
1: true uh cnet you got any shout outs for us on your way out today
3: yeah huge shout outs to minnesota melee especially mcnutty for uh getting into that hope you McNutty. uh hope- mcnutty's sick i hope you crack uh top 10 on mnpr this year dude uh shout outs to rat city those guys are grimy but they're my boys um yeah thank you guys so much for having me on and uh thanks mm-hmm. for uh indulging me in my dumb question
1: <laughs> fine it wasn't question. dumb great uh, have, a, have a great rest of your day cnut
3: you guys
0: too Laugh. i used to love what teachers would say uh you know there's no such thing as stupid questions Oh dear. i'm like thank you because i'm about to i'm about to challenge <laughs> that belief
1: perfect and, and and unrelated news i think we have another caller oh uh Alno, what's up where are you calling in from what's your question for us
4: today hey guys i'm calling in from uh, ontario canada
0: i love ontario Shots, ontario
4: Great scene, great scene. Six, 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 six. So my, uh, my question is mostly for Tyler. Uh, Dope. But I, I'd really love to hear uh, Toph and PP's take on it also. Um chime in after Tyler. You know, as, uh, as one of the few or like only players who's brought, you know, a really common top tier and a really uncommon mid tier to like the top level of play, uh, how do you think that, you know, your character choice is factored into your relationship with other members of the community and, you know, with improvement in general? Do you think that winning and improving was easier or harder with Fox or Pikachu? And do you think that people have treated you differently and your wins differently as a Pikachu or man?
2: A lot to unpack, Mr. Monotheon. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, uh,
4: nice
2: uh, I got you. It's it, a, a good it question. You
4: it, you know, it's, uh... um,
2: yeah, I mean, honestly, um, I do get like, it's weird because it's like my Fox, like when I played H box, I go in, like no one really knew that. Like I had a good fox. Like I don't really blame them. Like it's just for like puff and like peach and icy's. So it was. It, I guess it did come as like a shock to most people because at first, like people would see like oh like Pikachu just beat a bunch of Marths. Like that matchup is like seven three, which it's not. Marth wins. But uh, everybody yeah, would like take on that. Yeah, <laughs> everybody would like discredit me. More on that later. But like everybody would like i would feel like discredited when people would like try and be like oh like you don't like people just don't really know the matchup like um you're just playing this whack character but as i play fox and then it's just like you have nothing to say like this is my secondary fox like (laughs) this is hungry box like i i just won like you have nothing to say like i prepped so hard for this like i worked for this like just shut up but uh (laughs) it definitely is like Especially at first, like, now, like, people know I'm good, but, like, at first, when I was, like, really, really unknown, people would definitely be, like, oh, this is just, like, a cheesy little, like, gimmicky... Like, when I was, like, in high school, like, I wouldn't want to go to locals, because, like, people would not like me at the locals, because, like, there's just some little kid cheesing people with Pikachu, and I was really cheesy (laughs) with Pikachu back then, but, um... I don't know, it's, like, people hate you at first, and then... And I just realize it's dumb or like you get better and then people treat you better. But, um, the big one for me is it's like people just did not want to f- play me at all. So like improving mm. is really difficult. Like before I got all these wins, like people would just like not like they just say it's like, oh, not a good use of their time. Like, oh, wait, oh like, I
1: got something really quickly. Yeah, 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 go for it. Did did playing with zane regularly help you get over that hump then or did you have to get a lot of wins and respect before zane would play with you in the first place
2: zane is zane is not like the i'll only play you if you're good he's always just like the nicest like he'll play most people honestly and i remember the first time i asked him to play it was just because i met him like a couple times at locals and he was playing against like our other friend's, like, secondary Pikachu, and I was like, hey, I'll play sometime. This was, like, before I was even, like, PR'd in MDVA. And then, like, yeah, he, like, he played me, and then I got destroyed, but, um... As more time went on, like, I just got a lot better, and, um, he would just play me more. And I, I credit Zane a lot for, like, my success, because, like, I mean, if you play against, like, the best player in the world for, like, four hours a day straight for, like, like, three weeks, four weeks. So right after he lost to Axe, it was just... like every day i
0: remember those streams
2: streams. yeah and that's like where i really really like put the pedal to the metal but like other than zane like people weren't didn't want to play me like the melee online like i have so many screenshots i'd always joke about it i have so many of just people like like at here and it's just like i know I'd have to be that guy that's like i don't want to be that guy but i'm gonna you immediately like twenty seconds after you did add here, and then still to me, and then like I literally uh, have people wow. DM me like, like yeah, I think playing you like no offense is like a waste of my time. Like Jesus. I've had people tell me that, and it's just like, shut that's up. Intense.
0: <laughs> it is that's it's, intense.
2: Yeah, and it's it's so annoying, but like improving is so much like, but I like a a lot of the way like I improve is I'm a very big like solo labber and like solo practicer. So like, then I'm just like doing all this stuff that like, like all the optimal Pikachu stuff that like nobody really knows, like even Axe isn't doing, like I'm trying to innovate all this stuff and then people don't know it. And then they're just like, oh, you beat me because I didn't know the matchup. I'm like, where were you when I asked you to play six times last week? <laughs> you would never the matchup if you played. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. But yeah, and I like that's that's honestly most uh, of it. Now that I'm like better, people are like, oh your Pikachu's so cool, it's like, oh, thanks. It's yep, like, Where that. were you like seven much. months ago when I needed chic practice? Like mm. <laughs> But um it's a lot of that. And it sucks, but um I don't know, I'm just kinda like trying to Like, my opinion of me is the only one that really matters. So, like, that's just kind of how I try and do it. And overall, like, I made it sound bad, but more, like, more often than not, like, people like me. Like, everyone loves, like, oh, he plays the cool mid-tier. Like, I got that whole (laughs) shtick. You know, like, I know what it is. So, yeah. I, it's weird. It's definitely, like, really hit or miss with certain people. It's really just, like, like, I don't know. It's just, Melee's just so weird. People are weird. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know, I think having a good Fox is just, just, like, my, like, F you to everybody who says that, like, I'm carried by what people you not knowing the matches. Um, I remember it was at, I think it was the last SmashCon before quarantine. I lost a Layton, and I was like, I am done with it. I lost, like, a few other Puffs before that, I was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> it's like, I gotta learn Fox, yeah. this is bad. And then I just started learning Fox from there on out. And uh, yeah, Fox is just for floaties. It's like yeah. Peach Puff, Ices, and Yoshi, since I don't like Pikachu Yoshi.
0: Okay, P. when I was talking to OKP, okay, he was saying the same thing. He goes uh, Fox for uh, like Peach and, and characters like that.
2: Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's pretty bad. I mean, I think Peach is like doable for Pikachu, but it's still like I think like my skill level is like the cutoff for it's like you got to really go just like a different character. That's a pretty bad matchup but um i work on my fox like almost as much as i work on my pikachu i work on it a lot so um i think it shows too
0: yeah i think it's a good i've always theorized that i think it's a good you know duo of characters because i think I mean, it is they play pretty the side you know for like marth
2: like you know a lot of fox players i uh, love fighting Marth,
0: marth <laughs> and then you've got pikachu for marth so
2: yeah yeah it's like i think right now like i can't see myself ever switching to fox for another matchup like. So I think the next worst matchup after Peach Puff ICs is Fox itself. And I don't think Pikachu right. Fox is that bad to warrant a Switch. So it's like everything else is after that's better, so I just play Pikachu for the rest. Yeah,
1: that makes uh, sense. Question: yeah. Why, you know, I think this is a this is a dilemma for a lot of um mid-tier, low-tier players that pick up with top tier. Do you ever have the the thought, the feeling gnawing in the back of your mind? Well, I could just go Fox and I could have so many more winning matchups, you know, then I could do better in so many matchups. Why would I play Pikachu and I wouldn't have to split my time between two characters? Do you ever have that thought?
2: Yeah, but. um I think I'm way too far in deep with Pikachu and. I don't know, it would just be too sad to see him go. <laughs> I love my Pikachu, like, that's, like, a big one, but also, it's, like, my Pikachu is just so good that it's, like, why wouldn't I play this character? I mean, it's, like, yeah, like, I'm playing a worse character, but, like, people don't know the matchup, it's, like, you still don't know the, like, you're not as comfortable against Pikachu as you are against, like, a Fox Ditto, so, like, you know, I play a top-level Fox, I'm, like, alright, well, even if they do know the Pikachu matchup, I've still <laughs> played it, like, played Pikachu Fox like ten times at least ten times more than they have like a hundred times if that. Yeah. So it's like, why wouldn't I just go with like the more obscure character? Like I've kind of already figured out how to get around all like the really, really bad like I've kind of gotten over the hump already. Like mm-hmm. the mid-tier hump, so to say. And I think Pikachu has a lot, a lot of potential as a character that like nobody has ever shown. And I think I'm kind of showing like signs of that so yeah i just that that like that's kind of what i remind myself and i'm like oh i can just go fox and I'm like ah eh, like nah. cool
0: a good answer i think it's good to like have that as like a motivating factor too Where like it's cool to like have a thought where it's it's not just like about like these are the results i want to have it's also about like this is what i want to showcase this one on a this yeah is what it's I like part do. of me
2: this is like what i'm doing this is like it's like, the like like, character you main is Melee to you, you know? Yeah. So it's like, that's how I learned Melee. been doing it for so many years. I'm not just going to drop it all. Like, i like, obviously, like, Fox is better than Pikachu. I think on paper, yes, Fox does better against Marth than Pikachu. I'm going to say it. But right. I'm not going to really lose to many Marths because, like, they don't know the matchup, you know? It's like... That's another thing where it's like, like not not knowing the matchup is like another like big thing that kind of makes up for him being so bad in a lot of scenarios. You know, there are pros and cons.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's from a practicality standpoint. It's just like, yes, you could say that in theory. You know, it's 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 one way or the other. But like, yeah. I mean, I think the most compelling thing is. Yeah, you just like you know, you're like leaving a mark, right? It's like you're you're leaving a mark on the melee scene and yeah and, uh, yeah, and you're 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 just if especially if you feel like you're just scratching the surface with Pikachu, like if you switch and you just become a Fox player, it's like Yeah obviously yeah, it's just a different, you know, it's just it's gonna diff- be if everything's different. Like I don't really different.
2: enjoy Fox Dittos. I think they're really boring and I think they're really lame. I'm not that good at them, but that's probably why i think that I don't like playing them. So why would I play them? You know, it's yeah. like at the end of the day, like I'm doing this because I enjoy it. You know, like if I right. want to play Melee, just never play again tomorrow. It's throw my box out the window. But um, no, I do it for my enjoyment. And it's like my, my whole Melee identity is like a lot of it's just centered around this character that I've been and I've been doing so much with him. Like I have so much like so much untapped potential with that character that like it makes that even stronger than Fox because it's like. They don't know what I'm bringing to the table a lot of the time in terms of like what I'm gonna do for a matchup. Like, yeah, I, I think it's just it's just too. He's, Pikachu's not bad enough of a character to warrant a complete switch for me. Is the gist of it.
1: It's fair to me. Um, yeah, I mean, good defense. I think you know Pikachu's everywhere. I don't know how many of them there are, but maybe there are twenty of them. I hope they were happy to hear that and um mono i hope that answers your question sufficiently and i appreciate you calling in
4: no that, that was a great answer you know it's uh thanks for having me guys it's been a blast really insightful. absolutely you got any shout outs for us on your way out today you know shout outs to uh to tyler swift i'm really looking forward to seeing that summit campaign
1: heck yeah
4: thanks
2: buddy
1: starting early <laughs> all, right, all thanks, right you have a good one mono yeah you too take care see ya see ya take care Got a question focused on Tyler. Love to see it. Um, yeah. And we got one more coming through here. Let's see. Um, let's see what we're going to be asked now. Uh looks like Tricolor calling in. Um, and uh, where are you calling in from? What's your question for us today?
0: Hi, uh, I'm calling in from Boulder, Colorado. And so... Oh, I love Boulder. Shout out. So, I love Boulder. Uh, so my question is related to
1: that. So... One of the most unique things so i've lived in colorado for all my life one of the most unique things about the region is that we're really far from a lot of other regions that are
0: filled with good players so we're very isolated in that nature and Mm. what happens because of that is a lot of our top talent gets really good but it's Mm -hmm. hard for them to travel
1: you know maybe our top three will go to genesis and then maybe one other tournament through the
0: year so in the online era, I saw a lot of our players do a lot of crazy upsets during all the online majors that happened.
1: You want to shout and them out? So,
0: yeah. So, you know, notable names like Fizz, Secrets, Zealot, so many good ones.
1: But what the online era showed us is that these guys are great and they have they're talented. So now with things returning to more in-person melee and the last online majors fading away, I thought it would be interesting if there would be something...
3: Of an online series to help players like this who live in more isolated regions, you know, maybe like there could be an online series where the top three players get flown out to an
1: in-person regional or something like that. What are your guys' thoughts on that or what do you think would be possible if that happened ever? Yeah, I mean, this is something that I think we started talking about on this show probably two months, three months ago, something like that. And we were talking about how we don't really want to get rid of online entirely because of scenarios like this and scenarios in a lot of other even more isolated places, other countries that want to develop their scenes more. Right. So I think we want we want the connection between the two have players, you know, have, um, you know, Golden Guardians has a you know attorney fund. We can use that attorney mm-hmm. fund to help players. Go to events from you know they they qualify they have potential they want to they want to support their scene want to showcase it all that stuff well they can do that you know I, we want to have series to do that I don't know if anyone is doing it currently I don't I'm not aware but I mean it's a wonderful idea I think your scene your question represents that uh, perfectly and that's really I mean like I don't know if any, I don't know if anyone can say this is a bad idea we shouldn't do it I don't know how you get to that point but if there's any other perspective that you guys want to add in please feel free. I yeah. Think
2: this should really happen. Uh, yeah. I I completely agree. I think we should uh I think online majors were like really good for like that specifically, like showing a lot of like players who don't get the credit they deserve. Like I know about like Secrets, the one of the players you mentioned earlier is a close friend of mine. That guy is insane. He's like easily like he's a top so 100 good. level player. He's so good. He's cracked. And like nobody's ever heard of him. Like he's like he doesn't enter too much but like Having like, like he's always tells me, he's like, yeah, like I'm 10 hours away from like the next region. And then like the other closest region is like another 12 hour drive. And that's like Arizona and Utah. Exactly. So he's, yeah. So it's just, he's always telling me, he's like, yeah, I can't really go anywhere. And it's like, yeah, I think it's super important that like amazing players like that can get like shown to a lot of people and like get their chance because a lot of times it is just kind of like a crapshoot. Like, you know, where do you live? It's like you live around like a big metropolitan area, or like around like a coincidentally good scene. Like, then can you can get better? If you don't, then maybe you won't get any like recognition. But I think online was so good in like getting rid of that because you had like like Logan from like South Carolina and like Ben from Minnesota, like people from like like J. Salt Louisiana, like like unrepresented regions get like more exposure. Just for like how good they are as players. And it's just cool to see that. So I definitely think it's really good to have online majors still. What are you thinking, Toph?
0: I think, yeah. I mean, I think uh, there's almost a tie to the first question we had. I think not only just online majors, but like more online events and more different variety of of, of greater variety. And I actually have something I'm clicking up on that note uh, as we speak. Uh, that I'm probably going to be announcing pretty soon. But um Okay, cool. Yeah, I think that there's a big opportunity for the online to offline pipeline. And when you really think about it, we've never been in this position before as a community. We've never been in a position where we could really kind of funnel people from online to offline. And, you know, I was talking about this with the Ultimate guys. Like, mm-hmm. I was hanging out at our Ultimate Summit, and I was talking with a bunch of the top players, and they were so, like... Honestly, like jealous, like we're talking about, because I was like, you know, they were saying like, you know, kind of um, just talking about, you know, getting pra- like proper practice and stuff like that. <laughs> First of all, it's funny because some of them were saying like, apparently they have some sort of hack pack and they were saying like, it's crazy because they knew about Uncle Punch, but they didn't know about their own games hack pack. And they were basically <laughs> saying, you know, like the support that Melee has in terms of like our... Uh, first of all training packs but also like with slippy and how you can literally boot up and get a game in like 10 se- i could literally like within 10 seconds i could right now i could open up slippy and just like be playing someone which don't is do crazy.
1: it don't do it to them they're not ready it's just
0: crazy right and so you know yeah like the, the 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 level of accessibility for like newcomers and and seasoned players as well i think it's at an all time high. And I think we should do, we should, there, there should absolutely continue to be online events that like showcase where, where, where there's an express interest in showcasing strong players that might not have that shine at the top, 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 top level, international level. But they're really, you know, rising stars. They're really cool to watch, they're cool stories. By the way, this ties into that first question about grassroots again in another way, which is that like, you know, this is something I was talking with, um you know, someone who's he- heavily in, into esports, and they were basically, we were talking about how, you know, it's it's tough because for major, major esports orgs, a lot of the time when they look at signing a player, picking up a player, they only want people that literally win tournaments, right? And there's only a very small amount of people that can actually win a major tournament, I'm talking about win a major tournament, right? Yeah. Like, even if you're top 15, top 20 in the world, if you're not winning majors, you know, it's very hard to get that uh, attention from the big esports teams. And so what can we do as, you know, in in to keep that grassroots spirit tying into the the community, you know, the community voice from last week, like to keep that grassroots spirit is like, well, if those big esports teams aren't going to highlight those players and propel them to the next level... That's something we can do from the inside, and I think yeah. that's something we're starting to do, and I think there's... Uh, yeah, I, I think we're doing a decent job already, but um, yeah, I think we should continue to do it for sure. We should always be looking to leverage online for that because it's such a good opportunity.
1: Yeah, I mean... I wish we had more to say here besides, yeah, your suggestion is good. We should just do it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I mean, tove said. I'm doing gonna, it. I'm literally yeah, Atof, doing it. Yeah, tove said he's going to save Colorado You'll see. himself. So we'll let you do That's, it, that's awesome. You know,
0: <laughs> You'll see. Yeah. If there was, hey, okay, you know what? I have a question for you while I have you. If there was one Colorado player right now that you would want to see kind of get their shine on a bigger scale or what have you, are there uh, any Colorado players you think would be?
1: Absolutely, like uh, you know, the aforementioned Fizzelt secrets are all awesome. But you know, some of the other people who maybe aren't on the same level but might be soon are people like Fishbait, Polier, DSJ, Gumi. Just so many good players who are getting mm-hmm. good, better, but it's hard for them to get out of the bubble and show up to tournaments. Right. Okay. Cool. Well, we got some names. And now. I love Colorado. Again, TOF saving I Colorado, so you can you can tweet it. If you're from Colorado, please tweet it, Toof. He will save your scene himself, personally. So thank you, <laughs> Um No problem. they, well, he,
0: they, when he's they not in the mute, office.
1: Yeah, when he's not uh, working on the rule set, he will be sure to save Colorado. So yeah. busy man, but he gets it done. Um, color. thank you so much for calling in with the question. I think it's a wonderful one, and uh, I hope we can do things to help out your scene and a lot of other scenes. Yeah. That sounds good. You got any shout outs for us on your way out? Yeah, totally. Um, Completely no shame shout out to myself and my business, Trailhead Keyboards. So I do frame one, mods, upgrades, customizations, and then ah. also like custom mechanical keyboards. I saw you have one, TOF. It looks very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at TrailheadHID or visit my website at trailhead.gg. And then... A secondary shout out to all of Colorado Melee, all the aforementioned names, and everyone else here. You guys are all awesome. Nice. Let's go. Well, thank you. Trailhead.gg. Right. There it is. I might have to check y'all out. Check you out. on on it. But yeah, thank you again, Tricolor. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for having me. Take care. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Well, um, that was our last caller. Um, If I had, uh, let's see. Walter, I think Tove's still going to be looking over that for a moment. So, one more question before we kind of ask you for the community voice, Tyler Swift. Um, I want. I'm I'm curious about. Not, I mean, there's a couple of things. I mean, you, we went over the tag already, but I, the Pikachu question I think is such an interesting one because you know the character is in such a you know strange spot where he's like pretty good, but he still has some tough matchups. Like you said, you know, you really felt like he needed a fox. But mm-hmm. you know it's kind of interesting. You know you're coming up at a time where you know there are some other Pikachu's that are also making waves. OKP and uh, what was referenced earlier, and I think Kimchi was for a while, and, um, mm-hmm. and so on. I think there's another one that I'm regretted. Boy Clash, sure, and um, yeah. So I'm kind of thinking, uh, but there's also Ax. As you know, it's way up there. He's been the only Pikachu. D and you mentioned you know you were doing things that Ax didn't know about before. So I guess I'm kind of. My question is something like because I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious. Do the Pikachu's talk? Or is there rivalry among the Pikachu? Do you think that you are sicker than all of them? Do you do you feel like you want to overthrow Ax yeah. eventually? Like I'm kind of curious. Th- th- like th- what? I feel like there are things in there because it's such a unique, very small group of people. With and it's been a, a character in a very unique spot for a while. You know, tell me what's going on here. I'm I'm a little curious, Tyler
2: Swift. This is definitely some unique things, but uh, <laughs> mm, yeah, I think um. Uh with me, um it's like the Pikachu Discord, but um I don't know. I haven't never really spent too much time in there personally, because um I feel like they just go over like a lot of like really niche stuff and it's just not very practical and I don't know, like I've had um uh not the best Things happen, <laughs> but I, likely, I see. But, um...
0: <laughs> Discords have that kind of weird vibe yeah, sometimes.
2: Yeah, so um, not not gonna call anybody out, but um, okay. Yeah, so like most of all the Pikachu stuff is like on my because like I don't know. I was trying to think of a way to say this, but um, I know I'd probably come up, but um, oh dear. It's... Well, if you don't want to talk about it, we don't. No, have no, to no, 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 no. Um, the Pikachu okay. thing. It's um, I just feel like a lot of the the way that like people play like mid tiers in general is it's like I guess like the overall is like quote unquote like cheesier and I think it's really really easy to like fall into like a trap of like doing things that are like working against 98% of people because they don't really know it doesn't work Mm. and it's really easy to fall into that trap and I think like Uh most other mid tiers fall into that trap unless they're really really like on top of it and i think that's like where i come in is like i'm very labbed out i'm very like big on analysis like i'm in uncle punch like almost as much as i'm in like slippy like i'm like really really big on that stuff and i'm always like labbing trying to think of new things so like say if there's like some option that like also i'm playing against like Moki and like zayn now and they're like learning the matchup to a point where it's like okay am i really gonna watch x like do this? Like, is does Axe know what to do against this? So, mm-hmm. like, I feel like it forced me to like figure a lot of different things out that like no none of the other Pikachu's really do. Like, I don't know. I think it's like pretty clear if you watch me. Like, I don't want to sound like arrogant or anything, but like, I think it, like I play like very very unique compared to all I the agree other shoes. Like, I'll like like I down air a lot, like up tilt a lot, like back air. Like, I I make I try and make use of like his entire kit. And like literally, like I try and find every single little like optimization, little option that I can, and I kind of like go, I go crazy, like I try and do that as much as I really can. And I think um, mid tiers or like Pikachu specifically, like doesn't really attract players like that because like yeah. I kind of have like this spacey mindset, you know, like where it's like, it's like picking a fox made sense for me because it's like okay, I could lab this out, I could practice it, like I could study. But none of the other mid tiers are really like that. If you're more like that, you're more prone to playing like a high tier. So then that comes in with like, like you play Pikachu, it's like, okay, like, it's a lot of just like, no one's really helping me. Cause <laughs> like, no, like, I go to a local, I lose. Like, hey, how do I get better at this matchup? It's like, I don't know, you play a bad character. It's like, okay. I really like helped me like get back to the drawing board like on my own and just be like really independent. And, um, that's what, like, I, I take a lot of pride in with, like, the Pikachu stuff, is it's, like, I just do a lot of things that are just, like, like, uh, I, I think I play, like, really honest for, like, a mid-tier. Like, that's what most people, like, that's what I've been told, like, is my camera frozen? It uh, was. But, no. but, um, yeah, I think I just play, like, really honest, and I just try and, like, more so out play like, the player, and just, like, yeah. if I cheese somebody, like, go for something that I know that doesn't work, I get, like annoyed (laughs) like i'm just like oh like that shouldn't have worked god damn it and then like i got like i got a lesson from like chef rockman he was like yeah you play too honest you have to like cheese people more so like i'm kind of like the other side of the coin from i feel like what i try to avoid so i kind of got to meet in the middle but i feel like that's the biggest thing is just like really really putting in the work to figure out what is actually good and what's like not good and then putting in more work to figure out like which parts of his kit can do what, like, where. And, like, really just, like, experimenting, like, a ton, a ton. And I think that's, like, my biggest, like, thing to, like, Pikachu. And, yeah. And with yeah. Fox, it's, like, the opposite. It's just, like, I just ask anybody. I'm, like, how do I beat Puff? They're, like, here's... here's you. Like, I asked my friend Justice. I was, like, how do I beat Hungry Fox? They've Bop? got was, so
0: much to say. I'll give you
2: an entire, like, game plan. I was, like, okay. And I just sat there. I just worked on the matchup. And, yeah. But yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but uh sorry to ramble but uh (laughs) i think that's like a lot of it is um a lot of like the people like oh i don't know the matchup because it's like Mm -hmm. like a lot of times people think the matchup's like oh you just kind of camp and pikachu nares at you and then um you punish him for that and that's not really like how like you can do other things you know like actually kind of nares a lot i think the way he plays is like he just there's a lot of air pressure, so all the other Pikachu's like, I guess I'll just air people a lot. I'm like, Pikachu has other moves than air, so yeah, that's fair.
1: Um, I mean, just to tack on to that, just slightly, um, I like Pikachu's up tilt. I haven't found a good use for it a lot of times, but when I hit it, I always feel like, man, this is a funny little move that I feel like should do things. So it's I really you, good. It's really I, really good.
2: I saw you use it
1: in your wasn't your gallant run? That was your big one.
2: Uh, I probably used it at some point there, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I saw it during that and I was like, oh, yay, this is the move. So I, <laughs> personally, for me, I liked that part. Uh, I always
0: felt that way about Luigi's up tilt. I felt like Luigi should use that move more. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's fair. Ever since the uh, that video from like 10 years ago from well, Armada. Move. I know. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
0: Everyone know, yeah. yeah everyone Armada does. did more up tilts in that combo than I've seen out of the rest of the Luigi's for my entire life. Probably so. Yeah. Um, but.
1: Yeah, so thank you for your take on that, Tyler. Um I think we can kind of go from there. Yeah. And I think this might relate. I don't remember, but uh what's your community voice question? What do you want the people to answer coming into uh Radio oh. Melee for next week? What do you want to leave them with?
2: Probably like like I said, like I try and do like really just push my character, and that's like the thing that helps me the most. Uh like who are some other like mid-tiers that like the community likes that like pushes their character a lot you know that like you feel that like are really pushing like like a yoshi or like a samus or an icy like personally i'd say like slug does a lot of that stuff i like slug a lot frostbite he's the two great icy players you know they're like pushing the character a lot doing some crazy stuff that like i've never seen even the game's been out for so long that's like what i try and do with pikachu so Mm -hmm. i'm just curious if there's like more people out there like that that people really like
1: yeah, so let us know what you guys are, who you guys want to shout out, which mid tiers, um, that are really pushing their characters, doing things that you haven't seen before. Love to hear I it. Can't,
0: I can't wait for some Falcon player to come out and be like, Esther uh, J, <laughs> <It's> my favorite <laughs> yeah. tier hero.
1: Yeah. Well, good luck to them. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's about all we got for you today. Tyler Swift, thank you so much for coming on, man. Thanks for having Thanks for- me on. It was great.
0: It was a pleasure.
1: All right. Well uh you brought us in, so I'll take us out. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us here on Radio Melee. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. This is Radio Melee, signing out.